fried rice. It is one of my favorite things to cook and to eat. Not only is it delicious, but it is a great way to use up leftovers. It is cheap to make and it is quick. Now I don't know about you, but that ticks all of my boxes. Because I love fried rice so much, whether it's chicken fried rice, pork fried rice, or any other type, I thought it was time that I shared my secrets to making it with you. So here we go. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in Five, and here are five tips for perfect fried rice at home. Number one, the rice. I've made fried rice out of almost any kind of rice you can imagine. That is, unless you know way more about rice than I do, then maybe not. In that case, I would like to know why you know so much about rice, but I digress. My point here is that you too can make delicious fried rice out of any rice you have on hand. But, and that's a big but, sticky rice, also known as sushi rice, makes the best fried rice by far. Sticky rice is the rice that would traditionally be used to make fried rice and sushi. If you use basmati or something like that to make fried rice, you'll notice that it generally gets pretty soft. Sticky rice, on the other hand, when fried, will develop a little chew to it. It's a little bite, which adds a nice texture to the fried rice. It also adds to the overall flavor of the dish in a way that basmati or another rice just doesn't. On a side note, sticky rice is also much easier to eat with chopsticks. Fresh versus day-old rice. There's some debate about whether it is best to use fresh rice or leftover day-old rice to make fried rice. The argument from the leftover crowd is that the rice has time to dry out a bit in the fridge, but in all honesty, I used to be of this mind. However, I've changed my view. I find that when using sticky rice, there is no need to use leftover rice. It will cook up perfectly well straight from the pot to the wok. Uh, the added bonus to this is that you don't have to wait 24 hours for your rice and you get hit with a fried rice craving. Having said that, if you have leftover rice, of course you can use that to make fried rice. It is the perfect application for it. But if you want fried rice and you don't have any rice left over, nothing to worry about. Number two, meat. I like meat in my fried rice, probably because I like meat in just about everything. If you don't want meat, that's fine, but I feel like I should talk about it. Now, one thing that I really love about fried rice is that it is a great way to use up leftovers. So if I have a leftover pork chop, steak, chicken, turkey, duck, bison, scallops, salmon, whatever it is, you better believe that it's going in some fried rice. Of course, you don't have to use leftovers to make fried rice, but it is a great way to stretch and use up last night's dinner. Now, if I'm using leftover meat to make my fried rice, I dice the meat into small cubes uh, about the size of the end of my pinky. Uh, I reheat and brown that in a wok or a frying pan, take it out, make the rest of my fried rice, then add the meat back in. If I'm using fresh meat, I follow the same steps, except I leave the meat in the pan the whole time. For fish, I usually cook it separately, then mix it into the rice at the end so it doesn't break up into small pieces. Number three, vegetables. When it comes to the vegetables I like to add to my fried rice, I usually keep it pretty simple. I have three ingredients that I just about always add. They're onion, carrot, and celery. Along with those, I often add green onions, the whites at the beginning of cooking, and the greens at the end of cooking, peas, sometimes cabbage or bok choy, or even kimchi. Obviously, you can add whatever you'd like. It's best to cut all the vegetables at the same size so they cook evenly. As fried rice is supposed to be a quick dish, 
and cut the vegetables small, all about the size of a pea if you can. When cooking the vegetables for fried rice, I find that it's important to get a little color on them. When you think about fried rice, there really isn't a lot going on. There aren't a lot of ingredients or flavorings being added. That means that the ingredients that are being used have to bring a lot to the party. Getting some color on the vegetables will add a ton of flavor to the dish with little to no extra effort. We'll talk about this in a little more detail in a second. Number four, flavorings. There are a lot of things that you can add to fried rice to give it flavor. My go-to flavorings are garlic, ginger, chili, salt, a pinch of sugar, and of course, soy sauce. However, I sometimes make kimchi fried rice, in which case the kimchi provides the bulk of the flavor. Sometimes I'll add a few spoonfuls of sambal to add a bit of a kick to the rice as well. The soy sauce in fried rice kind of does double duty. It adds flavor and saltiness, of course, but it also adds color, turning the white rice kind of brown. I'm sure you've noticed that I said I like to add salt and sugar to the rice too. Now, why add salt when I'm using soy sauce? I find that soy sauce and salt, though both are technically salty, they're salty in different ways. Of course, this depends on the soy sauce you're using, but I do usually add a pinch of salt in along with my soy sauce. Of course, you should taste your rice after adding the soy sauce before you decide if you should add salt or not. As for the sugar, I find that a very small amount of sugar will go a long way. You probably won't even know it's there, but a side-by-side -side taste comparison of the same fried rice with and without sugar would make the reason for it obvious. It enhances all the other flavors. Egg. All good fried rice has an egg stir-fried into it. The egg will help bind the rice, but it also adds a ton of flavor. Once the rice is done, push it all to the side of the wok or pan, making a well in the center. Add a touch of oil, then break an egg into it. You can also pre-beat the egg, but it's not necessary. Let the egg cook for a few seconds, then scramble it and mix it into the rice. This may sound crazy if you've never heard of it before, but it isn't a bad idea to overcook the egg here. You won't notice it texturally, but it will add a lot of extra flavor to the rice. Again, might sound crazy, but I promise it's delicious. Cooking, number five. At this point, we've talked about all the things that you can add or should add to your fried rice, but none of that matters if you don't cook it properly. The key to great fried rice, or any stir fry for that matter, is heat. The wok or pan has to be hot, like hot, hot. Heat it up over medium height to high heat. I know a lot of people don't like to turn their burners on above medium for some reason. I don't get it, but when you're stir frying, the pan has to be super hot. If you've ever stir fried, and I'm sure I've talked about this before, I've definitely written about it before. If you've ever stir fried, like let's say vegetables, and you get a big pool of liquid in the bottom of the pan, there's two reasons for that. Your pan's not hot enough, and you're probably adding too much to the pan too quickly. So when you're stir frying on high heat, you'll see all this steam coming off of the pan. That's what you want. That's liquid coming out of the food, hitting the hot surface and evaporating. But if the surface of the pan isn't hot enough, all that liquid, all that moisture coming out of the food will hit the surface and it will just stay there and pool. And then you're boiling your meat, you're boiling your vegetables. You're not stir frying, you're just boiling everything and it doesn't taste good. So make sure your pan is super, super hot and maintain that heat. Don't turn it down. Just if, if you need to cool the pan down slightly, lift it off the heat, stir the rice, whatever you're doing, and then put it back on the heat. Don't turn the, the burner down because it'll take too long to come back up to temperature. So let's get back to the 
what I've actually written here instead of just going off on a big tangent. Okay. So the pan has to be hot. Heat it up over medium high to high heat. Add in a touch of oil and start cooking by browning your meat. Next, add in your vegetables, cook and brown those. So when I say brown, I mean get some color on them. You want um, a little caramelization on the carrots, a little bit on the onion. You want the onions to start to turn translucent. And this will add flavor to the whole dish. It'll add a, a little sweetness. It'll add a little depth. It's very important. Next, add in flavorings like ginger and garlic. Those will only take a few seconds. So toss them around and then add in your rice, which you should also cook to brown a bit. A little crispy rice never hurt anyone. It'll add a nice textural change to the fried rice. Once the rice is hot uh, and a little brown, add in the soy sauce, sugar, and salt. Cook for another minute or two, then make your well, break your egg in, cook the egg, stir it into the rice. Once the egg is mixed in, add the greens from the green onions, taste the rice, season as needed with a bit more salt and pepper, and you're good to go. And I serve it with a big spoonful of sambal or sriracha over the top. All good. Conclusion. Making fried rice is a great way to use up leftovers, stretch meat and vegetables, or throw together a quick meal. Hopefully with the tips I've shared in this post, you can approach fried rice with more confidence and learn to love such a humble dish. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, again, I'm so glad to be back. I am Chef Ben. This is Food in Five. Uh, you can find this post written at chefsnotes.com forward slash five. That's the number five dash tips dash four dash perfect dash fried dash rice dash at dash home. I'll put that in the description of the video so you don't have to remember all those dashes. Uh, and you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back on Friday with another fantastic episode of Food and Five. I'll talk to you then, everybody. Have a great day and a great tomorrow.